Hello, everyone. Here's another episode of Do the Woo. My name is Ronald, and I have Noelle here with me. Noelle, we have a special guest. Yes, our guest for today is Alan Smith. Alan is developer advocate at WooCommerce. I actually read that that before Woo, he worked for GitHub to help nurture their community. I thought that's pretty cool. Hello, Alan. It's great having you here. Hey there. It's it's so nice to be here. Thank you all so much for inviting me on. Yeah, I'm assuming it's pretty early for you today, right? I'm actually on the East Coast of the U.S., so it's not super early for me. Um, it's about 10 a.m. here, so I'm, I'm doing good. I've got my coffee, so I'm in good shape. And plus, our, our kids just started back to school, so we had to do the whole morning routine and stuff. So we're we're wide awake here. Nice. Um, so, Alan, to jump in, I'm curious, what does a typical day at work look like for you as a developer advocate? What does that look like? Uh, so, you know, somebody had asked me that the other day and I had to think about it because um, there's not really a typical day. Everything varies so much for developer advocates, which is great for me because I like things shifting. I think I would like things shuffling around. I like doing a bunch of different things. Um, some days I'll get up and, um, you know, we review threads that have come in. You know, automatic operates 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And so a lot of times these discussions will be going on early morning hours here because people in you know Europe and Africa and Asia, they've been having conversations while I've been asleep. So, um, you know, I'll catch up on threads, discussions, projects, things like that. Um, some mornings we'll have developer office hours on Slack. So um, that's just a facilitated conversation where a developer advocate um, helps developers connect with each other who are trying to build things with WooCommerce and maybe running into challenges or if they have questions about how somebody else has built something, um, that's an opportunity for developers to connect with each other and help each other solve those problems. And developer advocates just sort of facilitate those conversations. And to a certain extent, um, they help people find answers. If there's nobody around who can answer a question, we can kind of steer people in the right direction. Um, some days we will spend uh, writing uh, like written guidance around the platform. So some days that means doing blog posts or tutorials or putting together examples for how to use new features that are launching in WooCommerce. Um, it just varies from day to day. Um, but I like that. It's very exciting for me because it means that I don't have to go too deep into any area and I get to um, try a lot of different things. But do you know what you'll be doing in 30 days time or is it is it very much whatever comes at you, you'll you'll just deal with it? Uh, to a certain extent, we do. So um, we do a, a planning every you know, we do annual planning with the entire company and then we will do quarterly planning as well with our teams within the division. So um, what that does, is it gives us an idea of generally the types of projects that we're going to be taking on. So um, I have a pretty good idea of what kind of big projects we're doing. And then on the other side, we have what we call ongoing work, but this is sort of the, the work that keeps the business running basically. So that's anything that um, has to be done on a regular basis, like developer office hours, moderating channels. Um, a lot of times we'll go in and like uh, moderate spam on boards and things like that. So um, I do have a pretty good idea of what I'm doing, you know, as I go along. Um, but it's nice because, uh, you know, maybe one or two years down the road, that's sort of like a blank slate. We have a general trajectory, um, but the sky is the limit. So we kind of get to decide that as we go along. Yeah. So uh, in, in a nutshell, you, you filter a lot of the, the incoming requests, messages, uh, 
problems from third-party developers uh, and you filter that, you connect other people, but you also then communicate within the WooCommerce uh, developer team. That's right. Yeah, to, to the extent that I can. I, I think there are certain situations where we have, say, um, I'll give you a great example. So internal extensions, right, or private extensions, we should say. These are proprietary uh, marketplace extensions that we sell, that we maintain. There may be a developer out there who wants to integrate or extend one of those uh, uh, plugins or extensions and they are running into an issue with it, but they can't file an issue on GitHub because the repository is private, of course. And so they'll work with me and I'll sort of help them troubleshoot. And if we need to, we can um, file a bug report on their behalf. Um, it's just, yeah, another pathway for people to give feedback, um, probably more technical feedback than would come through, say, like a support channel or something like that. Yeah, that's a good example. Do you also have a, a typical example of... Of, of a, like a success where you think, oh, I'm really proud of that. You know, I've made those two connections and, and look what came out of it. Something that maybe we, we all familiar with or something we, we, we sort of recognize as as sort of seasoned WooCommerce users. And um, I was putting you on the spot there. But. <laughs> well, so it, it just varies. What, what I've noticed is that people, um, it's the weirdest thing. So the WordPress community was is so different to me from any other community I've been a part of. Because um, as interdependent as we all are on each other, so many developers have such a very specific niche. Um, but it's, it's interesting um, to help people out because they have a very, very specific problem they're looking to solve. So it's just interesting to see people who are so uh, focused in almost like polar opposite areas uh, come together in certain parts of the code base. Like, so for instance, there's someone um, in our community who works a lot with um, pricing tools and um, modifying that part of our, our user flow. And um, this person will help during developer office hours, weighing in on things like rounding and things like, um, oh, tax issues. Taxes are always a big issue in, in WooCommerce, right? People have trouble uh, figuring out how to extend them, how to implement them in certain ways because it varies geographically even. Um, but it's neat to see these people who are working in very, um, you know, what on the surface look like very disparate um, subject matter areas, and they can kind of come together over these um, technical challenges, which, which is just really neat. Yeah. I know it's very like vague and general, but um, that's the, that tends to be the trend that I see. It, might, it must be a rewarding uh, way to, you know, to see these things come together and, and solving solutions and, you know, solving solutions for, uh, developers, but also for, for nations, because like you said, the tax issues, uh, rounding, uh, currencies and those sort of things, they are so different wherever you are in the world. So seeing that you make those connections happen with third party developers and WooCommerce either adopts it or, or makes some integral changes. Um, great. You should, you should make like a little, little reward or some, some board where you say, I've made this happen. I've, I've had a little, little part in this. What's so great to see too is, um, you know, I, I contribute to a certain extent, but it happens organically. I found in the WordPress community, because what will happen is somebody will ask a question and, you know, I may be able to provide some resources and look at the code and say, well, you may want to try something this way, um, but because there are so many different ways to do things in WordPress in WooCommerce, then you'll have another developer who will come into this thread and they'll add to the discussion and they'll say, you know, I did this 
about a year ago, I ran into the exact same challenge and here's how I solved it. And it's a completely different solution, but it works. And um, it's just neat to see all the different ways and people just helping each other. I think from those discussions, you get to see um, the best solution kind of rise to the top. Yeah. I also, I really experienced the diversity and people coming together when I joined the Slack group for the dev office hours. Um, I felt a little bit shy, to be honest, because when it comes to development, um, you know, I'm, I'm um, a drag and drop builder, turning developer, and uh, many developers who are in there are uh, veterans and uh, very knowledgeable. And it's just amazing how, you know, how people whose time is valuable, I'm sure, you know, are willing to take a bit of their time and uh, help somebody out. Um, I'd love to get to a point myself where I can do that more for other people or more at that level. Um, but yeah, I just, I think, you know, people are listening to this who haven't checked the dev office hours out. They really, they really should, you know, I really felt it's like very open, welcoming, chilled out, like, yeah. And lots of different questions. Yeah. I feel the same way. And, and if it helps you feel any better, I'm kind of in the same boat. Like I'm not what I would consider a veteran WordPress or even PHP developer. I came from the Ruby and Python world. And so it's, it's like a night and day difference for me. So a lot of times I feel like I'm completely out of my element, but the community is so um, welcoming and warm. And it's just nice to, to, I feel that too, I guess that's just to, to say that. Yeah. Is, is it fair to say that it's probably more important that you need to know who rather than how. So uh, Slack is that extended network of there are people out there who might know it and, and utilize that, utilize that channel to, to find the right person. Because I doubt there is anybody out there who would say, yes, I know everything. You don't need to tell me or I don't need to Google anything. You know, that's, come on, that, that would be impossible. I'd like to meet that person, by the way. Right, yeah, me too. <laughs> um <laughs> And, and I think you're right. Like, I, I think it is, it's important to know, you know, people in the community to have those connections. Um, but I would say from my experience, it's even been, you know, things tend to be so welcoming in our environment that a lot of times it's just, um, you know, if people can ask their question in say the, the right way that can sort of spark an idea with somebody who has been through a certain challenge before, I think that helps as well too. So I wouldn't even say you have to, to know the right people, but being a part of the community, um, I feel like people forge those relationships very quickly. Is the WooCommerce community different to the WordPress community or is it an extension of, do you, do you notice differences in the way that people interact with each other? Um, so I, I don't spend a ton of time in our, like say our WordPress Slack. I, I'm in there just a little bit. Um, I don't notice huge differences in the way that people interact. Um, it's probably a more specialized subset of, of users in the WooCommerce uh, community. Um, but what I've noticed is that most people in the WooCommerce community are themselves already WordPress experts and they have built tons of WordPress sites and they know the ins and outs of things. Um, and they are building with WooCommerce because it's something they really enjoy. It's something that it's like a niche within that, that community that really, um, that they're passionate about. Yeah. I want to sort of move a little bit to, to the past here because, you know, we're interested in who you are and how you got to where you are now. So I wonder if you can take us through some key parts in your life that, that you know, equipped yourself to where you are now and, and how you maybe use some of those past experience in, in today's world because 
you know, you, you, you've said yourself, you use Ruby and Python, uh, you know, you work with GitHub, but, you know, it's very much outside of the WordPress and WooCommerce uh, ecosystem. So have you, have you taken some of those flavors elements and, you know, maybe talk us through a little bit? I, I think so. Um, and this kind of goes back to what I mentioned before um, when we were chatting with, with Bob that I, I like variety, right? And that's always been my, it's sort of the way I operate in life, I guess, is that um, I want little bits of, of everything, but not too much of anything. Um, you know, we have, uh, there's a restaurant called Shoney's here in the U S and, um, it was just a buffet and you could go and you could have little bites of, of everything. And that's kind of how I like to approach life. And that's very much how my career has gone. Um, so I, um, I've always been a computer nerd my whole life. Like, so I was into programming and I was writing batch files and, and creating little menus and stuff on my family's computer when I was a kid, but I never, studied computer science in college um, or, or grad school or anything like that. I um, studied film of all things. And so, um, you know, I came into the tech industry with this very, at the time was a very non-traditional background. I think that over the years that has kind of served me well because I've been able to sort of cultivate a, a balanced skill set. So I, I don't have any very deep technical knowledge of any particular area um, but I have a, a pretty broad, you know, base of knowledge in a number of different areas. So um, to, to bring that back to developer advocacy, I feel like that's a critical skill for developer advocates because it's not just about the technical bits. That's super important. You do have to have that technical knowledge. Um, but so much in my experience about developer advocacy has been about building relationships with people and helping, um, you know, helping get information in from one format to another, being able to be like a technical translator almost who can um, put things in different terms to communicate with different people in different ways. And um, I feel like studying things that were not specifically related to uh, computer science helped me with that because it helped me uh you know, polish my communication skills, my interpersonal skills. And that's something I'm still working on all the time too. But um, I feel like having that balance has been, has been really good. Um, and I can go into more detail about, you know, other jobs I've had where I can kind of do that as well. It's, it's up to y'all. Um, but I, I just, I think that that has been something for me that has made a huge difference was having that, that balance. Mm, and you, you know, you say like, you like, life to be a buffet a little bit of everything and in your work as and in your work as well um I'm very much like that as well I get bored very easily so I just like to switch things up constantly um so what else is there that you specifically like about um your job at Wood? are there also parts that you're like mm, it's not my favorite thing but you know it comes with the job yeah uh so I, hands down my favorite part of of my job is the it's the people I get to work with. So these are people inside automatic, you know, my colleagues in the company, but also the people in the community. And I am, um, I, I feel kind of fortunate because my position is, um, set up in a way where I get to sort of sit on the fence between the community and the people inside the company. And so I get to have these relationships with everybody. And so I learned so much from people, um, who have all this experience that I, don't have with WordPress, with WooCommerce. And it's just, it's fascinating to me, um, which that kind of, I guess, takes me into the things that I'm not super wild about, which is um, 
is maybe more of an internalized thing for me. A lot of times I feel like I don't possess enough technical skill um, specific to this um, code base or this ecosystem. And so for, you know, a lot of people in the tech industry, they have that kind of imposter syndrome that wells up a little bit. And I think that activates a little bit for me, Mm -hmm. but that's counterbalanced by all of the warmth that I feel from the community. Um, People in the WordPress community, especially are super forgiving of people who don't know answers, you know, Um, because I think we're all just trying to find things out on our own. That's that's actually a really good question, Noel. And I want to carry on on that because I, I just have this image of you passing on a request to, let's say, the payments uh, team within WooCommerce. And it's like, oh, here's Alan again. <laughs> what does he want now? And then, you know, you have this, this great idea that somebody else wants to integrate with. And you know, how, how, how does that relationship work with, with all the different teams and, and you? Do you find, you know, getting easy access and, and people are very understanding and, and, you know, maybe also quite a powerful role you have there? It is. Yeah. And I think the way that we've figured out how to manage it, because we have so many different teams internally who manage very specific parts of, uh, you know, everything from WooCommerce.com, the, the marketplace, all the way through the core code base itself. Um, we've had to find a way to manage that feedback. Um, to make it a little bit more processable so that it's not just more of this fire hose of information. So one of the things that we do is um, we have a a monthly digest that goes out for any issues that have um, come through developer office hours, or if somebody has reached out to me in Slack directly, um, we have an opportunity where we can highlight specific issues um, and we ping the teams that are, you know, related to those things. If, if let's say we have a private repository that I've gone and filed the bug report in, that might get added to that digest just so we can shine a light on it and make sure that it gets the attention that it deserves. Um, having structure around that, I think, has made it a lot easier for um, all the various teams to, to focus on specific things instead of um, just seeing it as one more like bug report that comes in or one more issue request. The other... Uh, thing that helps it too is this strategic planning that we do um everything's in the open here at automatic we can access all of the teams like strategic plans and things and so it's nice that we can go in and look for um information before we put a request in so if if a developer has feedback around an issue or a feature that they want to see Um, I can go and I can look at that team's priorities and I can see before I even file the issue whether or not it is something that's a priority. And that helps me frame that request in a way that um, it might be more well-received. Yeah. How is that that process done? So does every team have their own sort of P2 category that you sort of go in and check? Or how would you describe that uh, infrastructure? Um, so it, it varies from team to team. I think we are sort of left to implement the the system that works best for us. Um, it starts at a high level. So we'll have, you know, a company-wide objective for WooCommerce specifically. And that sort of lets all the teams um, in the different, we call them groups, basically. So all the different groups will set their objectives based on this central priority for the next you know fiscal year. And we organize all of our project work around that. And each team implements it a slightly different way. Uh, But we all do it at the same time, which helps us make sure that we're coordinating with each other. Hey, Bob WP here. And I'd like to take a moment to thank two of our pod friends for their support of Do The Woo. 
more and more clients are wanting a membership site. And I don't see it slowing down. The new WP Quick Start by Nexus is the perfect way to make you and your clients' lives easier to get up and running with that membership site. With packages starting at 49 bucks, you will get fully managed WordPress hosting, the needed plugins and themes including Restrict Content Pro, built-in payment integrations, and multi-level subscription packages plus automated email to stay in touch with your members. There's some really good stuff. Check it out. It's all there for you. Just head over to nexus.net and find the WP Quick Start for a fast and affordable way to build membership sites. If you or your client is running a Woo shop and using Yoast SEO Premium, one of the best ways to maximize your WooCommerce performance is with their Yoast WooCommerce SEO plugin. Version 14.4 has been greatly improved. Plus, you get that product-specific version of the analysis that Yoast SEO gives you. This doesn't only allow you to build better product pages for your clients with improved product descriptions and added details for users and search engines, but it also gives you product-specific SEO that hits the target to make products more visible on Google. Add improved breadcrumb navigation and auto-optimized XML sitemaps this isn't a plugin you should pass up. So visit Yoast.com to get your WooCommerce SEO plugin, or if you're not using Yoast Premium, take advantage of the bundle deal. And now let's head back to the show. So about dealing with requests and fe- feature requests from other people, I mean, I'm sure you got lots in, but if you could make one yourself, like is there a feature you would really like to see in Woo? Um, so the big one that I would love to see, and I know lots of people in the community have asked for this. I mean, it is something we're working on, um, but is implementing uh, a custom data structure of some kind. So custom tables in WooCommerce Yay. is a huge barrier to scaling that we're well aware of and we're working on um, implementing. But as I found out as a developer advocate kind of diving into this, it's a much uh, more complicated technical challenge than it would be in other platforms because we prioritize backwards compatibility so much. And so to do it in a way that is backwards compatible requires the creation of, um, oh, to get kind of super nerdy here, like uh, an intermediary of sorts. We have to have lookup tables that get populated with legacy data and all of these tables have to stay in sync. And over time, I think we could deprecate things, but um, it's, it's a very like complex thing that um, has a lot of moving parts, um, which is probably why it hasn't been implemented quite yet. But that's probably what I would list as one of my top priorities because I think it would unblock so many people. And and all that, and and from what I've read in uh, from some of the the developers' blogs, you're working on a stock uh, management improvement, and one of the requests is for people to get involved. So reading that and for somebody to then want to take action what you know, what would the process be for them uh so that's something that we've been putting together i think over the past you know year or so we've been trying to have better documentation around the entire platform and that's one thing that we've gotten a lot of feedback on is that it's difficult to um figure out how to build with woocommerce and part of that you know contributing to the code base itself comes into that as well um so I would recommend people kind of start by going to our developer portal, kind of digging through the docs and guides that we do have 
Um, but that's still acknowledging that we are, are um, have that as a high priority is to improve that documentation and guidance for people um, around how they can build things, how they can contribute to the code base itself. Um, one thing I do recommend too to people in office hours is to go in and look at the repositories where a lot of these projects are uh, maintained because a lot of times it's separate from WooCommerce itself. And they'll maintain their own readme files and things, and they have specific instructions for you know, how contributors can get started. Um, so that's a, 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 an approach as well. Yeah. Have you seen a change since uh, since you started documenting these these procedures and where we are today? Is there, Are more people getting involved? Are you, are you feeling like we're getting somewhere here? I think we're getting somewhere. We... Um, as part of rolling out all these changes, we've also started measuring things a little bit more. Um, so we've been sending out surveys where we measure satisfaction and and those types of things. And we're, you know, slight changes. So we're, um, we have data coming in that we can use to kind of shift things around. Um, one thing that I do see is that we're getting lots and lots of traffic and engagement on our developer docs, which means that people are using them or at least trying to. And, and that's a good sign to me. So if we can... Uh, improve the way that they can be consumed. Um, I feel like that's going to make a huge impact for people. Yeah, I, I personally really, really like it. I, 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 I use it every week for the uh, London WooCommerce Meetup, where we just go through it and you know, look at what's been released or you know the the blog post of the last seven days and just go through it and say, oh, there's a new release candidate, there's some new features or. You know, maybe nothing major, some just small, small fixes. But it, I think it helps to give everybody a little bit of an idea of what's going on, but also the work that's put into it and keeping it up to date all the time and preparing for the next release. And it's it's this continuous, ongoing cycle. And you know, as a as a shop owner, it means very little until it goes wrong. Right. You know, as a developer, you. You know, you might get frustrated a little bit as well. But you know, if you if the closer you get to the core of of, of WooCommerce, the more appreciative uh, I get, or I have become seeing that open communication line. Yeah. Have you got any more sort of feedback from other people that uh, you know, having implemented this this developers block? Uh, so we've gotten feedback from people about you know the format that we're putting things out in, and I would say generally it's been positive. Uh, what I really appreciate are the people who have um, given us feedback about how to refine it, how to tweak it. Um, I know that one bit of feedback we do get is um, a lot of people feel um, swamped when we have, we've shifted to a monthly release cycle about a year ago, a little over a year ago. And I feel like a lot of uh, people who operate in that Maybe they're not a third-party developer building extensions, but they are building stores, trying to keep them updated on the latest version of WooCommerce, and they want to test everything. One bit of feedback we've gotten is that that monthly pace is a little bit too um, fast for them because it feels like every time they get done testing the new version, there's another version that's about to come out that they have to test. And um, that's something that we have sort of taken to heart. We, I think we are sticking with the monthly release cycle because it lets us have a smaller release. Um, but to counterbalance that, we're trying to make it easier to test WooCommerce through, you know, we have testing tools and um, we have our beta tester plugin that people can use to test those beta versions as soon as they come out. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, we're, we're getting some good feedback and we're trying to adjust based on that feedback to the extent that we can. 
a little bit about the future. I know uh, Gutenberg blocks or blocks are, are a big thing, and I see a lot of uh, releases re- with regard to blocks. Uh, can you paint a little bit of a picture how blocks will be a, an integral part of, of WooCommerce and how different it will be from what it is now? Yeah, definitely. Um, so without going into specifics, I, I will say that we see WooCommerce very much as a a part of the bigger WordPress ecosystem. So um, to the extent that things change in WordPress, that they become the norm, we do our best to track alongside that. And um, any new features that are landing in WordPress core, we are doing our best to make sure that we can implement those or at least make sure WooCommerce supports those things. So it started with Gutenberg. um, And now with full site editing coming into WordPress, we are aligning ourselves, prepping core uh, in WooCommerce to support full site editing in the future. Um, that's something that's on our roadmap. Um, or at least it's, it's something that's in our future that we're, we're trying to plan. WooCommerce in general, at least from an admin standpoint and from a shopper flow standpoint, I believe is going to become um, increasingly JavaScript based. Um, so that will be something that we're trying to help legacy developers kind of upskill on because we've gotten some feedback from developers that they are, um, you know, these are veteran PHP developers who know WordPress and they know um, how the platform operates, um, but they are wanting to know a little bit more about JavaScript and some of these newer tools like Node and um, a lot of the end-to-end testing that we do is based on JavaScript. And it's just a different tool set. Um, And so we're looking to put together more guidance around how to use those tools um, so that these developers can feel supported because many of them have built extensions, they've built plugins, and um, many of them, their livelihood is based on selling these extensions. And if they're no longer compatible with WooCommerce core, then that affects them in a big way. And so we want to make sure that they are able to update their extensions so that they can continue to provide a seamless experience for those merchants as the platform itself evolves. Um, I'm trying to think of what else we have on the roadmap. Um, One of the groups that I work closely with is around, um, we focus on platform quality. So a lot of this has to do with um, a lot of improvements that are happening over the next year or so are going to be around automated testing, making sure that WooCommerce is Um, As I mentioned before, easier to test for compatibility um, and uh, just putting together tooling basically for that um, to make it easier for people to to test WooCommerce to ensure that the platform itself is reliable. Um, You know, at a high level, what we would love is um, I think everybody in WordPress has that anxiety sometimes around pressing the update button on any of their uh, plugins. And we want to do everything we can to take away that anxiety for WooCommerce and just make it like a seamless thing, like how your browser updates. It's like, I don't even know what version my browser is on. Um, It's just constantly up to date. And we want to make people feel that way about WooCommerce. So that's, um, you know, looking into the future of WooCommerce. What about yourself and your role within WooCommerce? Are they certain wishes that you have long term like uh so you know i'm i i kind of see myself as i'm just along for the ride i'm glad to be here i like doing impactful work and i like helping people um we have recently uh and if i can give a 
quick plug here. We're hiring more developer advocates. We got approval to hire more people in my role, which I'm super excited about, which means we'll get to do even more cool stuff. And so that's a big part of our future, at least in the, in the immediate future, is I, I get to have other developer advocates to, um, to work with and we can team up and really make an impact on a lot of these things that we have been planning to have an impact for over the past year or so since I started. Um, so that's, for me, that's the immediate future is just helping build out a, um, a practice here for developer advocacy. So um, if people are curious about the, um, the roles that have become available, where can they go to find out more information about that? Uh, they can go to WooCommerce.com slash careers. We have a dedicated careers page just for WooCommerce. Automatic has its own careers page, and I believe our roles might be listed there too. Um, but for people who are interested in working specifically with WooCommerce, take a look at that page, anybody who's listening. WooCommerce.com slash careers. Um, you can find all sorts of positions that are listed. Um, come and work with us. It'll be fun. I've actually said to myself, if I ever get bored of freelancer work, I'm <laughs> saying to myself, like, I've had it, you know, on something else. WooCommerce is actually my number one that I would think of. You never know. <laughs> yeah, I think you would be well equipped, right, Noel, because you've got a lot of experience. And I think what I've learned from Alan as well is knowing both sides, you know, Knowing the frustrations from a store owner or developer, and then working on on, on the other side as 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 part of that team that makes it happen, it's 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 very much a you know a, a two sided sided coin to to make things happen and, and understanding and pushing things forward. Um, that's that's one thing I'm learned. Um, I know Noel is is really keen and and eager to pi- ask you this final question. Oh, <laughs> um. Yeah, so and uh, it's a bit of a personal one. I'm curious, when you um, work and get in the zone, do you like to listen to music? And if so, what do you listen to? Like, what helps you to, like, go into that mode? Oh, well, let me think. So, uh, again, it comes back to that variety thing, right? Like, I always have something uh, sort of shuffling on. Lately, I have been really into um, 1970s country music. Um, so like outlaw country, like Merle Haggard, I've been really into that. My parents had, um, they went to an estate sale. They live in Alabama in, in the Southeast U S here. And they went to an estate sale and they bought tons of old, um, LP like vinyl records uh, at this estate sale. And so when I went to visit, my mom said, well, go see if there's anything you like. And so I have this stack of I, I, maybe 15 or so, um, of these vintage like vinyl records. And I have this old, um, can't see it because it's off camera, but it's a, it's a record player from, uh, they used to use them in schoolhouses here, um, for, you know, science presentations and things like that. And it just kind of sits over here and it's probably from the 1950s or 1960s. And so I put these old records on it and it's just this fantastic, like warm kind of crackly sound while I'm working. And I kind of like that at least for right now. I love that answer. That's just so fantastic the way you describe it. I can I can just imagine you just be perfect for this role because the way you describe things and help and and and, and you know um, it's just great. Alan, how can people get in touch with you? I mean, surely by now it should be pretty straightforward to to find you, but just a reminder. Absolutely, people can always reach out to me via email. So my email address is alan.smith at automatic.com. Or you can find me in our WooCommerce community Slack. My handle is Alan Smith there. And um, for anybody who's, who's uh, 
watching here. Um, I'm also in the WordPress community Slack every now and then. I'm Alan Smith there as well. So there's a number of different ways to reach out to me. I'd say Slack and email are probably the um, most straightforward. Yeah, nice. Fantastic. Perfect. Evan, thanks so much that you could join us. I really enjoyed our chat today. Yeah, me too. Thank you all so much for inviting me. Hey everyone, Bob WP. Thanks again for tuning in to today's show. I'd like to give one more shout out to our two pod friends. If you're looking for a seamless way to build your next client's membership site, do check out WP Quick Start at Nexus.net. And for that boost of SEO on your Woo shop, grab your copy of the Yoast WooCommerce SEO plugin over on Yoast.com. And of course, you can always stay on top of our episodes by subscribing on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or your own favorite podcast app. So until next time, keep on doing the woo.